0: This is the More Than Work podcast, where we talk all about how to gain more satisfaction in your job. It's possible to enjoy your life and your work because business is personal.
1: Hey, More Than Workers. If you are like us and you are looking for more information on the hottest business topics and the best information, where do you go? You go where we go. We go to
2: TikTok. Am I right, team? (laughs) I spend a lot of time on TikTok,
3: yeah. I actually really like TikTok. I think you might be missing out.
1: I am going to talk like an old man right now and say, like, I don't understand. I guess I understand the idea of TikTok. So this is not about TikTok. It's more about, like, some of the trends that are on TikTok. But one of the hottest trends on TikTok right now is the idea of quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. It's this new trend that's coming up. People are starting to look at their jobs and saying like, look, this, I am not gonna live and die for this company. I will do the work and then I will go home and they are quiet quitting. They're saying, I'm quitting the job. I'm going I'm not gonna give you everything I have but I'm going to still keep the job. So they're not quitting. The quiet part means they're not really saying that they're gonna be quitting but the quitting part means they're starting to back off. They're dialing down what they are willing to do for their employers. So we have heard this topic, it has been a hot topic on TikTok, on social media. There are articles about it online. We have had some clients that have brought it up. And so we said, boy, people-centric, what do we think about this idea of quiet quitting? Is this a new thing? Is this another thing coming from the pandemic? Are people suddenly quietly quitting their jobs? Is the workforce, can they smell fear in the air from the managers who know that there are not enough people going around? What is happening in this world? So we decided to bring our entire team here, to quietly quit. You no, know, but we're never going to quietly quit you. At least you will never hear about it. I guess that's. I will not you. go quietly. I will not go quietly into
2: the <laughs> night. We know that's for sure, Matt.
1: So our whole team is together. We've got uh, Mary Ling. Mary, are you ready to talk about this quiet quitting topic? Shh. Yeah, I am. We're going to, we're going to just, it's just going to be us. We're going to talk quietly. Okay. Diana, Diana, are you with us? Are you going to talk quietly? Nope. Nope. Um,
3: I'm not quiet, quitting. I will go out in a blaze of glory.
2: <laughs> burn I will this blaze down. That's burn right us to the ground. I if I go, You're out. all
3: coming with me.
1: I love it. That is, that's what we want to hear. That's, that's <laughs> engagement right there.
2: You know, Jerry Maguire, but, this thing and take the goldfish. Maybe people the, can YouTube that, but <laughs> take, take
1: the goldfish. <laughs> Bethany, have you ever seen Jerry Maguire? This is an important question.
0: I started it and then I turned it off pretty quickly. But I also wanted to say something about TikTok <laughs> because.
2: <laughs> no, no, no,
0: because I am not on TikTok. But I saw this funny meme on Instagram because I am on Instagram and it said, I'm not on TikTok. I just wait two weeks or something until it gets on Instagram like a real grown up.
3: So that oh, is I very know. true. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true.
1: I like that. I have to wait for it to get printed off by my mom, and then she shares it with me later. Yeah, (laughs) That's how I get to see it. The memes don't work as well.
3: We don't need to print the internet.
1: Don't print the internet. I love that. So we've got, and then rounding out our team here is Mr. Quiet Quitter himself. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. No, that's good. (laughs) good. Here comes Matt Griswold.
2: You know what? We've talked about other social media platforms. We're on all the social media platforms, by the way. If you wanted to interact with us, if you wanted to interact with some of us, get on. You know, you can follow our TikTok page because some of us are on TikTok. Even you TikTok. On Facebook, uh, Facebook, you can you can uh, like us and follow us on Facebook, and some of us are there too. I won't say who's not hundred percent there, but we had a fun little uh, we had a fun little back and forth with a company the other day, Don, and you missed the entire thing, and they even tried to tag you. So I'll have to fill you in later, but Don is actually not on on Facebook. If you want to get a hold of him, just call the office and ask for Don. Uh,
0: You can send a fax machine. He won't answer. He probably won't answer.
1: Call us. our operators are standing by at Klondike 3297.
3: His assistant will probably answer the phone. Right, right just send a message over on your T-Rex.
2: <laughs> anyway, we're pretty cool. So, yeah, we're on we're on the different uh, social uh, platforms there. We love to interact with you. Today, we are going to talk about quiet quitting. I wanted to define it maybe just a little bit a little bit further because you know some of you maybe have seen the trend if you've seen this on tiktok you can also like I'm, I'm assuming i don't know i haven't done it i'm assuming you can google like hashtag quiet quitting or go to those platforms and put that in in the hashtag field there the search of the social media platform you're on and it'll find all kinds of different content probably memes, videos and things like that on this idea of quiet quitting we would equate that, though, to this idea of really you've just become a disengaged, toxic, borderline employee at the same time. We've talk, we talk about this on a regular basis, disengaged employees, engaged employees, toxic employees. Then the idea of quiet quitting really kind of falls into this realm of disengagement, maybe at one point everybody probably who uses the hashtag of quiet quitting could say at one point they actually liked the people they actually liked the job they actually liked the tasks that were there maybe they liked the previous ownership quote-unquote of what it was but there was something that happened that has now caused them to become disenfranchised or disenchanted or disengaged with the organization and it's and now they're following this this uh i'm 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 not volunteering for as many things as i used to do i'm not walking around the office with the same type of attitude i'm not engaging the same way that i used to engage and they're putting that into this bucket of quiet quitting have I captured it right would anyone else like to add Diana to that
3: maybe I was gonna say maybe you or Don could talk a little bit about the statistics around engaged disengaged and toxic employees and where we often see disengaged employees come from and how that happens because I think it's relevant to this topic and I think that it is very much the same as quiet quitting so I thought maybe you could one of you loop us in on that
2: sure i'll do th- i'll do that don feel free to ju- feel free to jump in as well we share a pretty cool powerpoint whenever we are uh, engaging people across the country and there's one slide on there that makes its way into this uh, into this powerpoint quite a bit and it's based on a gallup study of engagement across the country engaged workforce doesn't matter where you live and it does not matter what type of of occupation you are in a- according to gallup approximately 51% of the workforce out there is disengaged. Meaning disengaged, I will go to work. I will do the things that you asked me to do. I will you know, accomplish the to-do list and I will go home. As long as you pay me to be here tomorrow, I'll show up. I don't care if it's here. I don't care if it's there. Who's going to pay me to go to work? And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not really after it because of the passion that I have for the organization. I'm after it to complete the job. You pay me for the, it's a very transactional relationship. of the workforce is categorized as engaged, meaning they love the job. Like, I love you. I love the company. I understand what you're asking of me. I understand where I fit in. I understand the value that I bring to the organization or the team. I might even know a little bit of the vision of the company, and I know how what I do impacts the overall objectives of the organization, not just my job, not just my to-dos. Like, there's a bigger purpose, and I understand that purpose. And then, according to Gallup, 16% of the population is categorized as toxic, meaning I hate you, I hate the company, and I'm trying to burn the whole thing down from the inside out and you don't even know it. Like the toxic people typically are the ones who are actively rallying against the things that the leadership is trying to do. Sometimes people can be toxic and they are maybe uh, they don't even know they're toxic. They think they're right. They're convinced they're correct, but maybe they're just trying to go left with the company and the company's trying to go right. So there's a natural rub there with the direction they're trying to go. And they are often very, even those toxic people are often very, very influential uh, with the people around them too, like they are impacting those people. So we talk about leadership equally, equally influence. It doesn't always have to be positive; could also be negative. But that's how that's how Gallup kind of breaks that up. And every room, Don, you could maybe piggyback on this. Every room we're in that we. We throw that statistic out there. We throw those those out there. First of all, Don and I are together. I always put Don in the toxic group because it's funny. Uh, (laughs) But second of all, people relate to that. They're like, oh yeah, like I can think of somebody in that engaged group. I can think of somebody in that disengaged group and I can think of somebody in that toxic group. But I don't know if you'd have anything to add anyone on the team to that conversation there.
1: You know, a lot of it's interesting to watch the short-term trends because Gallup puts that out there. The, the numbers that Matt just shared are kind of longer-term trends, but they measure it short-term on their, their their Gallup site. And it's kind of interesting in 2021, actually, engagement levels are at a fairly, at an all-time high, They're uh, around 36%, as high as 36%. I was just looking at that, which is kind of interesting because a good percentage of people are also quitting their jobs and changing. So I'm wondering if some people are finding better jobs by doing that. What's interesting is if you look at the statistics, it's like two or three percent of people are quitting their job every month, two to three percent. We have the great resignation that's going on. What's interesting is at that rate of change, you should to see that if everybody's leaving their current job for a better job or they're highly engaged, that number should have gone up a lot more than it has. So it's interesting just my, my read on that. The punchline of that is that while some people are finding better jobs, most people are not as they're switching. So the idea of quiet quitting, like whether you're staying in your job or leaving your job to go someplace else, sometimes a lot of people aren't finding what they're looking for.
0: Yeah, it strikes me that it's, it all kind of comes back to the idea of like boundaries. People are trying to set boundaries at work. They're, they want this work life balance. And, and I, and I think that's why this is sell this like idea of quiet quitting is like celebrated so much right now by so many people is because they're, because they're maybe just feeling burnout or maybe their organization is just not doing things very well or whatever it might be, but, or people, I think people are just, they want to set some work life boundaries and we've had we have a whole other, you know, episode on that. If you want to talk, get, get our input on our take on uh work-life balance. And, and, but I think there's a difference between like hustle culture, like quiet quitting stuff, work-life balance, uh, you know, and then also, and then just like being, and then just like being engaged at work. <laughs> like, it's like, there's not, I think we're not saying, we're not saying that you should just like, just be, don't be disengaged or whatever, and just keep going and hustle hard and don't have any balance. Like, no, that's not what we're seeing at all. I think there's a difference there. And so I just wanted to put that out there.
2: Might be approach too, right? Like sometimes it's the approach and I'm, I'm all for the boundaries conversation. And like I said, we did the podcast about that uh, and talked about the boundaries and what those, what those boundaries, you know, could potentially look like. Yes, maybe you should have some, some boundaries there at work. But I think we're, That's even what we're talking about with the quiet quitting and and at least at the hashtags, because some people are probably hashtagging this or they're they're searching it while they're listening to this uh, as well, just to kind of see what this is all about. I'm just going to be candid. Can I be frank for just a second? I love these moments. Some of those people- Can I still be Don? Yeah, yeah, whatever, Don. Yeah, Don. But I think think the candid part of this or the frank part, as I'm watching some of these videos, some of you, some of, I'm going to say you, but some of them, you look ridiculous. Like you are, you are the toxic person. You like. Sometimes I think that the people feel like, look at me leading the charge, the voice for the people. You sound obnoxious right now. You are, you are having a counterproductive. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Result, I guess. You're not getting the result that you think that you're getting. I think you know, Bethany, you talked about boundaries, but we're not, we're not necessarily saying, saying, yeah, you should be disengaged sometimes at work and just get through it. That's that's not it at all. I think what I would say is you also have a choice of whether or not you want to work there. If you're not passionate about the thing that they do there, that they're asking you to do, then go find another thing to do. The the employment market is very rich. Go find something that you want to do instead of trying to lead the revolt from the inside out.
3: And I'm going to sort of disagree with you. Not totally right. Just sort of in a way. I do think if, you, if you're not passionate about what you do and you don't love it anymore and you're misaligned, yes, look at the new things. But I think if you are that person who has in the past loved their job and likes what they do, but just are feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and like you're always connected and that you've taken on too much, then there's an easy solution to some of that stuff. And it's having the conversation about it, right? I love what I do. I am passionate about our work. But if at any point in this job, I feel burnt out or tired, I'm going to go to Don and just sort of say like, hey, I think I've taken on too much. I am an engaged employee. I really am passionate about where we're going and what we're doing. And I want to be a part of it. But I think I may have bitten off more than I can chew. This, or- is, not,
1: this is not the time, Diana, to have this <laughs> conversation. This is, not, this is not a good time. I-
2: that's, that's the approach part, though, right? Diana, that's what
3: we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what you're getting at is like, don't be the jerk on social media who's like, I, my boss sucks because he gave me too much work.
0: Yeah.
3: It's so toxic. I think you could have a conversation with said boss and say, I maybe have taken on too much, or maybe you don't understand my bandwidth, or maybe I was engaged and said yes to too many things without realizing what that meant. And now I'm just overwhelmed and I feel. I feel like I have to give some things up to do a better job and to stay on top of the things that I want to stay on top of here.
2: Yeah. And just because you put it on social media and get 50,000 likes does not mean you're winning. It yeah. is not very hard to find other people to be like, yeah, my boss is a jerk too. Like, let's rally, let's rally around that. Right. That is not winning.
0: And I was going to say, I think I'm also like, why would you think that if you're quiet quitting that you might not just get fired? <laughs> like, that drop in product potentially drop in productivity, and not that you might still be productive in your job. We always say that with disengaged employees, actually you might still be productive in your job, but you you're not passionate about it. And the, I think the threat is that it will quickly become toxic behavior, and not just disengagement. Because we've ta- we talked about this a little bit before we we hopped on uh hopped on and started recording was that. You know, sometimes we all go through phases of disengagement because there's just life circumstances or something going on. I maybe I'm in a season where I just, I do have a lot. I, feel, I might feel overwhelmed, whatever, but, but it's going to quickly turn into toxicity if you're not really on top of it. And what makes you think that you are going to be there for very long if you if you start going down this path?
1: Yeah, so maybe let's break this down a little bit because I think what we're saying here is okay, yes, your boss might ask you to please come over this weekend and clean my house and watch my kids and clean my pool and do all these things. And that may have nothing to do with your job. And you, that's that is, yes, your boss did something bad by over by stepping over clear boundaries on what your work should be. And yes, it's perfectly okay for you to say, no, I don't think I'm going to do that because that's not part of my job to have that conversation back. It is also, though, if your boss did ask you to do those things and then you decided to take to social media or to the other employees and say, you're not going to believe what this jackass just did by asking me all these things and lead a rebellion inside the company against the boss. It is also true it, and it is true that what you're doing is also toxic and bad for you and for the company. So, I think what we're saying is like both of those things can be true at the same time, which is kind of tricky, right? It's like the boss is the boss could be asking you to do too much and have unrealistic expectations for you. Yes, that's wrong. But then what you want to be careful about is, as an employee, is do you add another wrong to that by how you respond to it? So, it depends on where the dial is on the quiet quitting right? It's like, does that mean that I'm going to not give you my effort? I'm not going to share with you what I'm thinking during work. I'm just going to show and I'm just going to run the clock out kind of situation. There's always been a name for that and that's disengaged. That's a disengaged employee. And by the way, statistically, it's about half of the United States right now. Half of the employees fall into that category. But on the flip side of that, it's not a just. What we're saying is it's not a justification to be engaged just because your boss is a jerk or not setting good boundaries for yourself.
2: Don, one of the things we talk about that's in another, it's its in uh, our PowerPoint called Heroes and Villains, that idea of the narrative paradigm. One of the things I just want people to consider as well is if I—if if that is my narrative, right? If that is the story that I'm continuing to tell, that I think that they are out to get me, or I think they take advantage of me, or I think that they're asking me to do too much, whatever that is, does that change how you then react towards your manager or towards your boss or towards your job? Yes. Okay. So if I have changed how I'm now acting towards my manager or my boss or my job or whatever, does that then in turn change how my manager is going to react towards me? Yes. Now I'm I'm fallen into this circular thing, right? I, I I think I think none of us are saying just be satisfied with crappy bosses sometimes. That's not the goal, right? That's not the message. Uh, but but the idea is you do have accountability or, or the influence to be able to change some things around you, but you also at the end of the day have the option to to continue to work there. Or not to, to continue to work there. And, you know, if the, sometimes we see this too, if the fight is with the owner of the company, you're probably going to lose that fight. Right. So, how do we want to approach that? Or just for your own sanity, really?
3: Well, and I think what Don was sort of saying with some of those statistics is that people are leaving their job thinking they're going to get something better. And they're quickly realizing that maybe the grass isn't always greener. And I think we've seen that a lot when people become negative and toxic about work in general, like, right. Like all bosses are bad. All jobs just want to, you know, suck the life out of you. You're only a number and a dollar. I think when you start thinking that way and then you go get another job, that thinking transfers to that new job and you're looking for reasons to support what you're thinking. And so I think the mindset does matter and when you decide to jump out and why you decide to jump to something different is also really important. So I would be cautious about the paradigms and the stories you're telling yourself and also look for reasons that maybe you do like your job. Look for reasons that your boss is good. And if you genuinely can't find any, which could be the case, then maybe move on, but don't bring that baggage with you.
0: Mm -hmm. I was just thinking how, it's funny, you know, how history repeats itself. (laughs) And I was thinking like, this is kind of an interesting twist on, on things, not that it's new by any means, but I think it's interesting how I feel like maybe more, maybe baby boomer, or even prior to that, it was sort of like work is viewed as like, like, it's not something you necessarily have to be passionate, like, about, you're just going to go in and you're going to work, you know, eight to five or whatever it is. And then I feel like it shifted and then it was like, okay, but we want to have passion behind all of our work. And there was, there was sort of like, that was the conversation. And now I feel like now we're having this other conversation again, where it's like, no, I don't want to, I'm not going to even be passionate about my work. I'm just going to like put, put work in a box and then step away from it, which is like what's happened a few generations ago. I just think it's a funny, it's a funny observation.
2: Yeah. You don't own me. (laughs) <laughs> that. this is good you know diane you were telling a story the other day and you don't have to say names or whatever but uh you know sometimes small business you don't get to just do the things that you were really just hired to do, do right and we do ask we do ask you know things of each other that maybe is outside of the scope of that i can't remember what the the uh example was that you shared the other day about somebody i can't remember putting together a desk or or taking out the trash or something moving oh, that right. thing. And they're like, it's not my job, you know, that, that might be, you know, even, you know, kind of in the, in the category here of the quiet quitting where in in the disengagement, the disenfranchised thing, where you're now not even willing to just kind of go to bat for your team every now and again, I understand you quote unquote quit at five, but if there's something that comes in that is needed or five fifteen or whatever, okay. Then, then, you know, as long as it's maybe not the norm going against your, 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 your different uh, borders there, then. okay the engaged person kind of says okay let me step in and and maybe do that uh, as long as we also recognize boundaries and it's not a habit
3: yeah and i i love what you were saying about the generations bethany i think i think we have now come from a place where we are always connected and it is hard to get away from work you know we've got teams and and cell phones and there's many computers in our pocket all the time and everything is cloud-based and it's you know you could work from anywhere And so I think that the separation was, was much easier to separate yourself from work back when, you know, these things didn't exist. And so as we've evolved, we haven't set the correct boundaries as we've, as technology has changed, we've let it change us instead of us using it, right? It uses us instead of us using it. And I think more and more people are saying like, no, no, if technology is going to be around, if this is the way we're going to work. We have to draw some boundaries and they've kind of gone hard and said, I'm turning off my phone. I'm turning off notifications. You can't get a hold of me when I think the reality is there's probably somewhere in the middle that is a good balance, but it is hard to determine what that is. And so I think that the youngest generation who has had technology with them the whole time, they're kind of pushing back and saying, we're going to change these boundaries because the older people didn't do it for us.
2: there's a big story, and this is relevant right now, and I don't know if this plays into that part, but something a lot of the business owners that we're working with right now is they're trying to transition, how do I go back to the office if I want to go back to the office and bring my employees with me? And it seems like that is one of those things that employees are drawing drawing a line on, and I get it. I get it. They're one of the biggest ones in the news this week. I don't know if you saw it, was Apple. Apple is trying to bring their employees back, and the employees now have banded together and they are they are pushing back against this idea of of wanting to uh, go back in the office or needing to be back in the office. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but but I wonder if that also plays a part into what this is. And I'm not saying that's entirely not entirely healthy either. Like maybe there's something in the middle uh, that they that they can get to, to to be able to agree on. I don't know if it's hard one way or another but but we see this over and over again even through the companies that we're working with we don't work with apple not yet anyway by the way but we don't work with but we're seeing that even on the on the scale of the companies that we work with too
1: yeah i think there this really highlights a point this trend highlights a point that we talk a lot about which is balance right? It's a balance between these two concepts of people centric, which is being aligned and being empowered. You know, being the aligned means you're working with other people, which means essentially like in your career, you're helping make others more powerful. When you're aligned with your company, you're helping making your company more powerful, your team more powerful. You're, you're spending some of your energy to give it to other people around you when you're doing that. But that also has to be balanced with the empowered, which means that you're also investing energy into yourself, You're trying to work to make yourself more powerful, to give yourself more energy. And that's good. You need to be able to do that because where are you going to get your power from? When you're on a great team and you're trying to work aligned with each other and you really like what you're doing, you agree with the purpose, uh, there's kind of a synergy that's created from that. And I know Diana hates when I use the term synergy, but it's this energy that comes from nothing right? It really feeds on yourself. It feeds, it gives you energy. It feeds energy around with the people around you. So when that misalignment occurs and you spend a lot of energy on the misalignment, now you're fighting. So what's happening essentially is you and your team are pushing against each other and it's just wasted energy. It's lost. It's completely lost. You're not rowing together. You're rowing in opposite directions and it slows down everybody that's involved. So we're not telling you not to, we're not telling you just to shut up and love your company. And we're also not telling you not to create boundaries at work. Like you should have boundaries at work. There should be a work-life integration. Uh, What we are telling you is to be careful what your conclusion is with that, both as a boss and as an employee. As a boss, be careful that your conclusion isn't, well, all these people are now quiet quitting and I'm just ridiculous and I've lost a whole generation of people and they're all lazy and dumb. Because what that takes your attention off is what you should be doing, which is making yourself a kick-ass place to work so you can attract more talent. And that allows your people to be engaged and more productive at work. That's what you should be doing and focused on. As the employee, it's really easy to get focused on my boss asked me to do too many things and is a jerk and da, 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 da. And so now I'm going to shut that off. Well, that takes your attention off of what you should be doing is being a kick-ass employee so that you make yourself best for the market, fine-tune your skills. And at worst case, when you leave, at least you make them maybe regret that you left because you were such a great and aligned employee that you were in the job that you had.
2: Yeah. I, I love it and I'm glad you actually brought that up there this idea of the empower and alignment uh there too and and hopefully that was kind of a a, a light bulb moment for a lot of the people that were listening uh, as well going oh, okay let me let me think of it like that instead of letting instead of thinking of it as this injustice maybe in my life let me just maybe try to balance the the empower and alignment uh, piece of my own life and that might look look different for for each individual that's listening too and if you want to plug here if you wanted more support with that or more information about that feel free to let us know Uh, and we could talk maybe help help talk through that uh, that balance as well but so what do we do with the information I think we feel like we've covered it from the from different angles here are we ready to move to close and kind of give final thoughts on this idea I'm getting lots of head nods on zoom so even though you can't see them I can see them so we're on the same page so let's move to that let's go ahead and do this uh, idea of of uh, the the feedback here, the takeaway. What's the takeaway, maybe that you have as far as this topic of hashtag quiet quitting is concerned? Don't quiet quit. Thank you, Mary. That was Mary. Mary Ling. Everybody, think. Don't quiet. Don't quiet quit. Thanks, Mary. Who else?
3: I think mine is a little complicated, but what I want to say is, you're not always going to be a hundred percent engaged and passionate and loving it and moving forward all of the time, but that doesn't mean that you go the opposite direction and just hate everything, right? I love that Don said it's about the balance. You can't live 100% in the hustle, but you also can't live 100% in the negative, I hate job, my job, I'm going to clock in, clock out, because you'll hate your life that way too. It's you can't You can't do either one of those things. And so I think if you can know that sometimes work will be better than others and sometimes You're going to be more engaged and more passionate than others. And sometimes it's not all going to align. But if you can find it to where most of the time it is and most of the time you're in that space, then I think you're in the right space. But just know that there are seasons to working and there are moments where sometimes it's better than others. And so try to navigate those and don't act too rashly in any given moment. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I I would add to what Diana said. I think that, yeah, we don't like don't be in the don't be in the hustle culture. Don't buy into that. I think that's OK. We want to we want to have healthy boundaries. We want to rest. We want to prioritize our families and our friendships and our just our life outside of the work that we do, because it would be healthy if you didn't do unhealthy if you didn't do that. But also note, so if you, if you are trying to manage the things that Diana said, and it's just still not working, like if it's just still too much, then, then look at your life choices. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, what Don or Matt said earlier, you don't have to stay at this, in this job, like actually quit if you need to, and that's okay. And hopefully you can find a place that you Feel really excited to go to work every day, um, and who does help you establish good boundaries around your work too?
1: Yeah, I I like that. I'm all in for powerful people. Like we're all in for making people more powerful. So what the? I guess where this movement rubs me the wrong way is it looks like people to me like deliberately dialing down their power, and I'm worried that if you do that for any length of time, you're not going to be able to dial it back up. Like you're going to forget what that looks like. So. I'm all in for boundaries. Like I really am. I've seen some people talking about like drawing some work boundaries and stuff with their bosses. Like that is an important conversation to have. I'm all in on work-life integration. I think that's a really, really important concept. And that's something that's really important for employees and employers to really think about. But I don't like the idea of you as a human being saying I'm going to be less than all I am uh, because I'm upset about something. And then I really don't like the idea of then taking some of that energy to social media. I just think that's that's not good for you. It's not good for the company. Uh, I think that I, it's an unhealthy movement and it's another reason that I am get, becoming less and less excited about social media.
3: I but, want to slow clap. Thank you, Don. Thank yeah, you. Let's
0: just do it. Let's just slow, slow clap. We're <laughs> slow <laughs> clap. Good job.
2: Feels good. But yet here we are doing a podcast about the hashtag that's taking TikTok over. That's you right. know, we could be against it, but we're literally doing a podcast about it right now because it's relevant. I think of people in, in in people's lives, I, you know, one of the things I think my takeaway here, and I, I noticed how Don is saying it versus how, you know, it's also been said by others on the on the podcast. Uh, Diana's big on this too, like work, work-life balance is a myth, like that's not a thing, sometimes you are needed more at work, and sometimes you are needed more at home. And, and I, and I, you know, I kind of pushed back on that thought initially, but I think that's true. Like sometimes you are just like, I've got to do more, you know, whatever it is a trip I have to take or the presentation I have to give that is maybe outside of normally whenever I would prefer to do that, or sometimes home requires more attention too. I think the question for the individual, you as an individual who works for a company, is are you working for a company that you feel okay to be able to understand that sometimes work just requires more And that's okay because I'm passionate about it. And that's okay because I'm engaged with it. And that's okay because I enjoy it. Or is it like, no, like I I don't even enjoy what I do. I don't even agree with the purpose anyway. Why would I give any more time to that? Then that's a different conversation you need to have with yourself too. Yeah, Matt,
1: I saw just to back up that point in an article that said that 24% of employees believe that their managers have their best interests in their mind. Yeah, 24%.
3: Not enough.
1: That means, so which one of you thinks I have your best interest in mind? Because statistically it's just one of the four of you. I thought it was an anonymous survey. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you can anonymously answer. I won't say who your name is. Or you <laughs>
0: <Yeah. No. laughs>
2: anyway, so I, I think we've, I think we've, uh, covered this from many different angles hopefully you took something from it like honestly i hope if you feel like you're in the mood of in, in the mold or uh, whatever it is of, of quiet quitting if you are there right now personally maybe this is something that that something intrigued you to okay let me think about my investment into the organization that i'm working with and see if i'm really giving everything that i i can give or maybe it's like you know what i have tried those things and i realize i'm toxic and i don't want to be like that anymore i need to have a conversation like diana mentioned earlier So hopefully you took something from this topic and it just makes you better. Whatever it is that you're doing, this just makes you better and helps you take next steps, whatever those next steps might be. Diana, how do they get a hold of us for other topics that they might like to hear?
3: If you guys have topics you want to hear about, or if you want to talk more about this topic or even questions about this topic, you can email us at at morethanwork@peopleccg.com. You can find us on all the social media, hashtag PeopleCentric. You can find us at... Our website at peoplecentric.com. There's a contact us page there. So there's tons of ways you could call us, but we don't have a fax, Don. Just you so you know, pin,
2: you can pin Don a letter and ask him.
3: Write him some sail mail.
0: <laughs> His number is listed on our website www.
3: <laughs> we are listed in the phone book the phone book is a resource
2: there oh is my. no excuse for people not to get a hold of us as what that's we're saying right. that's want to right interact with us, we love to interact with you is that you yellow want- or white pages
3: Just- both. both i don't know the difference actually okay. <laughs> what's the new difference topic. That's a new i don't know <laughs>
2: All right. So uh, we appreciate your time. Share the podcast. Give us feedback about the the topic. If you have clarifying questions, we're always happy to entertain those as well. Hopefully this was something that you can use and take some steps. We'd love to hear of your progress as well. Just interact. Uh, We love our More Than Workers. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of the More Than Work podcast. Join us next time. And in the meantime, lead well.